0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Practice Growth with Praz podcast. I'm your host, Praz Murthy, CFO and Co-Founder at Dr. Multimedia, where for the last 10 years I've been helping practices grow all across the country. We started this podcast so we could dive deeper into the issues around practice growth, from online marketing to the way you run your business. We know doctors are busy people and you don't have a lot of time to study these kinds of topics, so we're hoping this audio podcast makes it really easy to stay up to date with what's going around the country. We'll be interviewing top doctors, successful practice managers, and other experts in the field. Without further ado, let's get started. We've been getting a lot of questions over the weekend about websites, the custom websites that we do, what makes a good one. I've got with me here today, Mark Reese. Uh, alongside uh so we thought we'd do this one maybe question and answer style and mark here is helping us uh script a lot of our materials so we thought we'd bring him in on camera this time and um yeah we wanted to dive a little bit deeper into what makes a good website uh give you guys some free tips and tools to uh, hopefully improve your own websites or of course if you're a client of ours this should already be taken care of so how you doing today mark
1: doing super well happy to be here
0: oh cool. uh, awesome thanks for joining me so i know we wanted to talk a little bit today about uh custom websites or websites are. As I told you this morning, you're good at asking questions. So in your mind, uh, where, where do you even start with something like this? Yep. So it's
1: undeniable that in today's day and age, having an online day and age, having an online presence is extremely important no matter what business you're in, but especially in healthcare, as you're trying to, you know, better engage your patients, bring new patients into your practice, um, every single month. So, um, for those of you guys out there who don't yet have a website, uh, Praz, I ask you, what is the most important thing uh, to keep in mind as you're getting started from uh, basically ground zero?
0: Sure, good question. So uh, it's hard to imagine that people don't have websites or don't see the value of the websites, but as we can tell you from experience, we see it every day, especially doctors that were successful long before the internet. But I think the, the way you want to boil it down is that your website is your online storefront. So in, the, in all the same ways you treat and think about the physical front of your practice and the parts that people see when they drive by, if we're making a really rough analogy, Uh, your website is your online version of that, meaning that there is traffic, people are driving by, you don't know who's gonna see it at any moment in time, and it's meant to be that virtual representation of you and your practice. That is to say that there are certain elements from being a real-life storefront that you don't have to question. Location is one of them. So by extension, if your website is your online storefront, you should incorporate that in whatever ways you can. The most basic is by having the address clearly visible. Um, I can't tell you the number of websites that I've been to for local businesses that don't have the address somewhere easy to access. And it's the first anchor to pretty much everything that might happen after that. Meaning you could be the best doctor, you know, you could be the best dentist, let me say, um, in California. But if you're 150 miles from me, odds are I'm probably not going to use you for my routine cleaning. So it seems like it's very uh, the most
1: important to have, of course, what who you, what your name is of the of your practice, how to get a hold of you, and what your hours are. But also, <clears throat> especially in the healthcare space, reviews are a huge part of making decisions. Do I go to one place versus another? So, um, in terms of reviews, Yelp, Google, whatever you happen to be using, where would you place those on your website?
0: Yeah. So. Um, where you physically place the reviews can vary dramatically. It is nice to realize something about your online reputation on the homepage of the website. But I think to, to back that up one step you know, further is that generally speaking, when people are coming to a doctor's website, um, they're looking for a couple of factors, whether conscious or subconscious. They're looking to build um, some amount of trust and they're looking to have some level of comfort with the doctor and the practice. So we have been using dental as an example a lot, but if you think of a dentist, even rational adults have a very irrational fear of the dentist. A lot of people are terrified of going, a lot of people are looking to avoid it, um, and at the very least, they don't enjoy the process. So when you're picking a new dentist, If people are coming pre-equipped with this fear, it's really important to try to allay that fear in whatever way you can. Now, the kind of the subconscious way that people go about doing that are pictures of the staff, pictures of the practice, humanizing the, the office, making people see that you're smiling faces and that you're happy doctors, you're trustworthy, you know, they look like people they want to interact with. Reviews are kind of one extension of that meaning if other people have come into this practice and have had good experiences Then the odds that I am going to have increased Meanwhile if there are bad reviews or if there's negative experiences and I can relate to those that can kind of sway me um, Away putting reviews in a very noticeable place highlighting them circling through them is a very in-your-face way of doing that so yes you know a a website a white website with black text that had your name address phone number and office hours with your reviews at the bottom would technically meet the criteria that that i've outlined as important and it'd be better than a lot of websites but if you want to add to that the the intangibles that are going to get someone to pick up the phone and call you or ideally fill out the form you have on your website i mean we could go i don't know how much time we have today but we could go on and on about the, the ability to contact you through the website Um, That is where all this, you know, all the frills, if you will, come into play. The aesthetic of it, the ease of use, how it looks on a mobile phone. All of those are creating the user experience that in turn is meant to lead them down the path of, in fact, you know, reaching out and contacting you. The website presents a unique opportunity for people to contact your practice, one, when you're closed, but two, without talking to you. Uh, And that is what a lot of people want, whether they're at work, whether they're driving. There are a lot of situations these days where people would love to exchange information without having to speak to someone. So, if you are still in your infancy stages on your fa- uh, Facebook or Instagram profiles, do you
1: recommend linking those on your website, or wait till a later time?
0: Um, no, you can you can always link out because uh, as great as the website is, people aren't generally waking up in the morning, you know, dying to check out your website. But they are on the social media platforms. So, if you can convert a website visitor into a Facebook like or an Instagram follow, that gives you a much longer term uh, chance to contact them and remind them and stay top of mind. So, all of that. That is going to be extremely helpful. And if you have those social media pages, absolutely link it. I think if a successful social media page will actually link people back to the website. If the website is correctly built and you have a good social media post, a good Facebook post, or a fun Instagram post, linking people that might see that and directing them to your website, I think is the more kind of fruitful flow of traffic because something caught their eye in a platform that they already are on, bring you over to the website. Then if the website does a good job of essentially convincing the person that they should consider your services, now they contact you or at least have you kind of in the back of their head. Awesome. So
1: to to kind of wrap up this uh, for you guys today, uh, I want to ask uh, this at the very end here. So let's say you've built out this new personal custom website. It looks amazing. Got all the right elements in place, your name, your phone number, the forms. You've linked to social. You've got some good uh, engaging pictures up. Once that's all set, how do you actually start driving traffic and getting people to know about you on the online world?
0: Yeah, so there are two ways, and I talked about this in one of our um, Marketing Jam sessions, was everyone wants to focus on the online way, right? So I built a website. Why is it on page three of Google? I I put this brand new website up, and I only got 100 visits last month. So there are paid ways. There's lots of people that will sell you opportunities to bring strangers to the website. Um, In reality, in my opinion... You need to promote. Your own website, so that needs to happen in real life. So, are you telling people? Are your all your social media posts for the next three months talking about the brand new website and how useful it is? Did you send out an email newsletter letting people know about the brand new website? Are your staff telling people? Are you out in the community? Did you add your website to your business card or wherever it is that you give people your information? If you have one of those rotating screens out front, does it broadcast the website? Uh, the local news uh, the local sports. Team that you're sponsoring, the little banner you get to put up at the Friday football game, right? Have you updated that to have your website? Real life activity is going to be a much better initial creator of traffic because these are people that already know you. To boil it all down to its simple, simple fundamental core, rather
1: than getting all bombarded with the, the technical part and pieces of it all where you're dealing with the code and the graphics and what goes where, just having the mindset of setting up a great patient experience before they walk in the door so whatever they experience offline should be a very similar experience mirrored online
0: yeah absolutely or better you know theoretically but um yes it's your virtual storefront so more likely than someone driving by your practice is someone visiting your website and you may never get the opportunity to talk to that person face to face which is where most of our successful doctors you know really win over their patients so how are you going to represent yourself before they ever talk to you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Practice Growth with Praz. I'm your host, Praz Murthy, and if you have any questions or comments, please visit us at drmultimedia.com. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're constantly sharing new content as part of our mission to take online marketing topics and make them relevant to your practice. And if you like what you heard, Please tell a friend and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks so much for listening, and we can't wait to do it again.